Welcome back everyone to the second episode of Life Inspiring Stories. I'm Dileri and I am here to talk a little bit more about who I am and what I live in Australia. So after the first released episodes of my podcast, I have received different feedbacks and I'm really glad that some of you had interesting questions and curiosity related to know me better, my experiences and adventures that I lived around the world. So first of all, to start answering your question, surely Charm and Shake event wasn't the first reason of my pain or malaise, but that was absolutely the cherry on the cake, like the last drop on a full cup of water that gushed out of the container and somehow exploded as a swollen river. I hope you, I made you understand with that um, visualization. So one more thing is that maybe it wasn't clear that my parents split it when I was uh, 16 years old. I was the only daughter to know that my sister and my brother, younger than me, they didn't know anything until the day they asked why the father was, wasn't at home anymore. So uh, the big point of the relationship with my parents and especially the one with my mother for me was always a big deal in the sense that I never felt wanted. She was quite clear about that also many times. I am the firstborn and as per my mother's background, she never gave me, not even to my brother or sister, many effective moments. So she cared because she had to. But she found it very hard to manifest uh, pure love. Actually, the reason is because the environment she lived in all her childhood and teenage time was quite intense and restrictive for her too. And I understood much later on, uh, of course, I can't blame her today. Although when you are a child or a teenager, you can't really reach the deep intuition about your mother's past. So you just become, like in my case, a total rebel. I was a rebel in school, I was a rebel in society, I was a a rebel in family, everywhere. So today I feel so much compassion towards her. Our relationship is not really existing, but I forgave her at the best of my possibilities. And I know she did the very best too in her power. And also I'm not so much in contact with her because she's able to affect my life incredibly and I find it very difficult to relive that space that I entered for 18 years of my life. So actually when I was about 9-10 years old I had only the desire of ending that sufferings and I had two chance or choice let's say. So I was praying actually God uh, to let me reach my 18 years old to be independent and free as soon as possible or actually to let me die because it was too much pain to handle for me. So today of course, it's not the same. I'm here and I'm absolutely happy person. I'm in my power with, of course, many ups and downs, like everyone face and life presents uh, to you. So I'm thanking her because I did the most extreme experience to live all she couldn't live in her life. And I can't be more grateful for the fact that actually she gave me life. So for this and much more, I am so grateful. 
My relationship with my father instead was very different. It honestly wasn't always so easy, but I have realized so many things after my primal therapy in India with Bella Doubleman, and which will be one of the first guests in this podcast. Until my adult age, I always consider him the best father in the world, and for me, he is really that. But surely his, ru- his rules, his religion, conditioning, and so much work like really had an influence on my way of living my life, inflicting many doubts, many fears within me, and also uh, the chance and the possibility of not celebrating life because, you know, you cannot celebrate birthdays and Christmas and many others, uh, let's say, uh, celebration that people usually do in their uh, daily life. I was always living in a state of being wrong in front of some higher judge. So to be supported and respected by him, uh, I have chosen his way until I was 18. When I perceived I was conducting almost a double life, a full of life, then it was the time to stop and be honest with him and it was truly hard. Much younger, it was the only choice I had to escape my mother. So my father is a Yehovah Witness and surely um, most of the people that are listening knows how incredibly restrictive this religion is and from my point of view, very close-minded too. Um, Definitely I say from my point of view because I know many people live absolutely fine with this and I respect them and I respect my father very much. Um, he is a very distinct and honorable person. Sometimes we still have, of course, a discussion and I would say verbal fight, but are quite light. That even anyway, if we think differently, love comes first. So he is there for me no matter what. And this is as so much value in my life. To come back to the last episodes in my 20. I had a fall because I couldn't stand anything anymore and the stress of the body manifesting all the suffering was the beginning of getting to know myself at a deep level. The first understanding I had was that I didn't want to continue the YED University, which is the Institute European of Design, at the address of project management and events. I wanted to leave everything for studying naturopathy, but I had a strong sense of responsibility and guilt towards the fact that my father and I were making so much effort to pay this university. Although I knew it was essential to release my stress, I had no much time because I was doing three jobs to pay the university university installments. So parallel to this, I also started a cycle of session with a psychologist that was a sweet woman, daily compassionate, and also very detached too from her job. So she, from her profession, she was very um, far and close at the same time. I don't know how if you get it, if you get me. She exposed herself only once uh, to say that she didn't know how um, how I could save myself out of the mess I saw in my life. Like for the first time, I felt I wasn't alone. She said, you know, how I, you could overcome being independent in all of this. Because in your parents, in both different ways, they are very close, even they don't talk to each other. They're still very close-minded. So I felt someone could understand me. 
In my 20s, I was still a dreamer and I wanted to enjoy my life at the fullest. So once I finished my university, I got engaged in an important event company in Milan and thinking that was a chance, I... Um, and although I had a dream to live for some new adventure, I stayed in Italy and I wanted to have this experience. So a year later, my contract was ending and I packed my backpack and left for Australia. Just before that, my anxiety reached a level of taking uh, Xanax to help me to sleep and function properly during the day because I felt so many times I was going to die of pain on my chest while I was in the night alone in my bed. It's like my heart was pumping so strong that I couldn't control and I felt a big wall was this time higher than anything I could really overcome. Xanax can be really addictive and I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. It's like a mild antidepressant. It's most commonly used in short-term management of anxiety disorder and panic disorder. But most of the people that I know become so addictive and they don't really stop. What I love about my personality is that uh, my willing power since the very first pill I knew, I was only uh, taking this pill as a momentary process and as a tool in my life to help me to overcome something. I was going to end this addiction by myself because it always becomes an addiction if you don't fix the issue. This is my experience. So I couldn't count on doctor and this was already very much clear earlier to me. I asked for his support to stop taking this these pills but um, he wasn't able to help and this is where to me the allopathic medicine works on suppressing the symptoms but not going at the source of the issue itself so I stopped in Australia and I want to tell you how I was packing my things for Australia and I'm preparing my last pack of Xanax and I'm giving myself one month to stop this. I'm saying I'm going to a beautiful destination. There is no time there is yeah, no time and no way that you feel this way. You're going to see a really enjoyable time. So actually uh I wanna say something before, but yeah, or whenever I left Italy uh, at 20, uh, for a Z, at 23 years old, planning in advance only my first months in a host family to be forced practicing English and having only 2,000 euro on my banking account gave me just a little bit of stress. But I wanted to trust the flow uh, of life and where life wanted to take me. So when I traveled more than two days because I reached Frankfurt by train and from there three flights until reach Keynes, which is a city in the Keynes region of the Queensland, Australia. So it's in the east coast of the north, far north Queensland. I was so tired. And I had three days where my heart was jumping out and in of my, of my body and of my chest. And guess what, guys? I opened my backpack and there is no more Sanax inside. I don't know where this... this pack of pills has been 
uh, I left drops I have no idea I lost I have no idea and I said to myself okay that's your time you really wanted to do this face it and for three days I felt so much pain but I was thinking that was not my moment to leave or to die of such a small issue I considered that a small issue and everything dropped and no more kind of pain like this one came back to me surely I faced anxiety in my life at the time but anxiety it's not bad it's a message of the body that makes us understand something that make us understand we have to change something it's anxiety is a human emotion and if we process and embrace it and actually transform it can become something really beautiful so why i choose canes it's um interesting because there were there were no italians in canes and that was fun for me because i didn't want to talk italians i didn't want to speak my language i really wanted to learn english and was not much uh, a touristic uh, destination so it was not a big city was very much immersed in the nature and that was what i needed like a small city at the measure of humans we say in it in in, uh, in italian so something that was more um soft you know living seven years in in milan it was quite intense the host family in australia by the way it's totally another experience from anything i heard before on us families it was all a new setup waking up early in the morning in a tropical climate with birds singing loud and i mean very loud houses without locks guys how amazing was that and this crazy amazing family was making me feel super comfortable super welcome they made so much effort to make me feel really relaxed during my stay so they were living in a beautiful quiet place in nature and they had um, an amazing garden and they helped me so much with all the things that were requested by the school by the insurance uh, or you know like things like renting bicycle buying all my favorite food so australia was the choice of going at the farthest point from italy because many people ask me why you choose australia so just being far and after a life that i felt extremely suppressive i had so much freedom it was all i needed to experience and i said this with capital with capital words big and loud uh, highlighted freedom the very first day at school before entering the class i was uh, sitting in a waiting area close to a girl that had the same age as mine and her name was a Severin from France. So I can't explain everything in details, but she was uh, later on in my same course and my same level, in my same class, and she became my best friend in all my Australian time. We had so many magical, tragic and intense moments together that I will never and ever forget. We are nowadays still in contact and every few years we make the effort to meet again. Severin had the crazy or the great idea uh, of trying the fruit picking job in Australia. She said that she, since she had the chance of being in Australia, it was a must to try. 
I don't know why I follow her, but maybe because my English wasn't so great and I liked her presence. So I wanted to give a test of uh, this experience that has been said from many people, very remunerative. Also, I wanted to travel with a great company and she was absolutely perfect. So speaking um, about the working holiday visa for who is listening, Australia gives you two elf months under, I think, 31 years old uh, that allowed you for 12 months to study, travel and work. So then you have a visa that it's valid for everything. You don't have to apply anything else once you're there. And by the way, um, we probably chose the worst option uh, in this farm because we had the chance of working on a tomato farm that had no tomato inside. And when I was preparing these episodes, I cried. I cried of laugh. Like it, I was really laughing a lot about this sentence. So that job uh, was absolutely frustrating because we were earning enough money. Um, because we were not leaving inside of the hostel because it was already full and uh, of backpackers so we were living in a motel outside that we were paying with our savings and it looked like a serious american movie horror we i'm not joking we had a lot of inconvenience moment crazy people around us and the even scary moment, I have to say. And I'm sure if uh, Severin is listening, is laughing too right now. So Bowen uh, is, a, is a, the location. It was a small town in Australia that where we... Sorry. It's, that was when we were at the first farm. So we, and this town has not so much to offer to young people. Rather than its most beautiful sky I ever saw in my life because the skies in the night were full of stars, so limpid, and during the day were expressing beautifully where, with so many clouds in the most different shapes and forms. So Severin and I uh, started also having back pain out of that job, and we decided to move to another farm and another place from there, uh, which was uh, Bundaberg, very well known for backpackers. You can check it out, this too. And there were people at the same age as, as us that uh, gave us a little bit of feeling of staying in a community. So even here, we had many interesting adventures uh, related to health issue and, uh, you know, in farms. Uh, but it was a fun time. Like, we met new people and new friends and uh, they are still in our life today and we are grateful for. And we were spending our first Christmas out of Europe, which is a totally different experience, uh, you know, from a cold weather to a hot weather. Uh, it's like not really the sense of living it. But from there, uh, as I said, I met incredibly people and still with many of them, we are uh, in contact with each other. So I think of writing all the stunning place and the chance that I had to see or to go so deep within myself, it's impossible to story tell it all. Even in the farm, the job uh, you were chosen from the owner to give you a better position that was 
by seniority rights and also proper attitude. So when some uh, some guys some were leaving the hostel and we were they were start traveling again, you know you had the right to take their place and go further and having a better position even in farm. So first of all, I had the chance of and honor of working on a tomato picking fruit machine. And again, I'm laughing a lot while saying that. And later on, I had a nice job in a plant farm. When I had enough money to travel, I went on a trip uh, with an Italian girl. And Severin stayed there for a little while more. Um, and we traveled renting a car all the way down to the Gold Coast until we reached Melbourne, where I had another friend from Italy waiting for me. With Severin, I, we met again in Melbourne. In Melbourne, I have settled well. I found a very nice Italian restaurant to work for. And again, I had the chance to live a very nice and decent, decent life that I was missing. Um, as a little bit city girl was in need of. When I was in there and having worked for three months on a farm, uh, I had the chance to apply for a second year visa, which I wanted to. The reality is, some, is that something bigger was coming to my shoulder and again, as a disastrous consequence of my destroyed family. So I came to know just three months after that my sister was uh, pregnant and my sister was 14 years old. So now knowing my family and my background, you can even imagine how this experience hitted all of us inside. My brother, my mother, my father. I felt a, a strong sense of guilt because she wanted to keep the child and I wasn't close to her much to make understand how risky was the choice. So my father, as you can imagine, very religious background, wanted my sister not to abort. And my mother uh, was absolutely against uh, keeping the child, but in the most insensible way. So why I'm saying that is because uh, sometimes we don't really know what's right. E even and what's right and what's wrong. Because, uh, you know, to listen to a father that says you keep it because it's life and the mother that goes somehow against life also can create something is not it's also that my mother wanted to protect the life of my sister but i assure you the way it happened created the opposite um, reaction in my sister so i took uh, when i knew when i came to know this i took three days to realize this for real so many years after still, it was absolutely incredible to digest and accept it. I wanted the choice for my sister to leave her young age without being stressed about all the things that she could potentially face. Um, at that time, surely it has been another additional trauma to accept and for all of us, even because we needed to support my sister financially. So since I am back based in Italy, Sometimes I'm still thinking how this is so incredible. But today I embrace this experience and I thank so much my sister for uh, being a wonderful mother of two fantastic daughters, which are two fantastic nieces. 
of mine and they teach me so many things and I'm really lucky to have them as masters. The outcome of the experience in Oceania is that I had great realization which was that for the first time in my life I could really put myself at the first place and what I mean with that it's not being selfish but feeling self-love so feeling me myself my needs and only me doing whatever I wanted when I wanted was the real gift to make me understand I can have a happy life my pain that year went completely out of my body and I know why definitely because I was out of stress so you remember when I said before that I wanted to die so young because I was suffering so much well the very point that took me in the research of my happiness is that I felt we don't get a chance to live this life to be simply said or this whole thing life existence won't make any sense at all this part is truly hard and never really ends and surely it was an important understanding for me thank you so much for listening I hope this was enough inspiration for you I see you in the next episodes. Please share your feedback with me. Subscribe. Share my story if you think it's inspirational with somebody else outside that might can give the strength to face something hard. Write me, leave me a vocal message, whatever you want. And I'm in different platforms so you can find me out. And see you at the next episodes. Bye.